Nobody likes big pharma, but nobody is going to deny it's a super profitable industry. There's a company that has absolutely destroyed the overall stock market returns from the last couple years, and yet continues to fly right under the radar. Let's find out why Eli Lilly is now the world's largest pharmaceutical company, and why it may hit a trillion dollar valuation soon enough. Oh, and it pays dividends, so don't you worry. Eli Lilly's namesake was a colonel in the Civil War who started a company with the goal of producing high-quality pharmaceuticals to meet the medical needs at the time. 147 years later, it's now a major global pharmaceutical company known for its research and development of innovative drugs. The company has 41,000 employees worldwide and is headquartered in Indianapolis, Indiana. Those employees are definitely working hard because look at this rapid revenue growth. From 2015, they had $20 billion in revenue, and in 2022, this number has ballooned to $29 billion. Free cash flow numbers are consistently going in an upward trajectory, now reaching $5.2 billion in free cash flow. Eli Lilly has absolutely dominated the stock market. In the last year, they're up 60%. Year to date, they're up 62%. The last five years, they're up 400%. And in the last 10 years, they're up over 1,000%. The S&P 500 is up just 19% for the year and 65% in the last five years. So saying Eli Lilly has murdered the stock market, that would be an understatement. The company now has an absurd market cap of $562 billion, making them the largest pharmaceutical company by market cap. The second largest U.S. pharma company is Johnson & Johnson at $375 billion, so they're almost $200 billion less valuable. After J&J &J has had an abysmal 2022 shaped by numerous lawsuits, then is Merck at $260 billion, meaning Eli Lilly is two times bigger than the third largest big pharma company out there. It's amazing because I guarantee the average person has probably never heard of Eli Lilly. It's all these big companies that secretly control the world, like BlackRock. They're getting big without anybody noticing. But you probably have heard of some of their drugs on TV. You know, the part where old people are dancing at the beach while the side effects include diarrhea and death. Their top sellers include Trulicity, used for type 2 diabetes, Verzinio, which is used for breast cancer, Telts, which is used for autoimmune diseases, Jardiance, which controls glucose for type 2 diabetics, as well as other C19 antibodies. So they built quite the impressive reputation for a leader in diabetes, cancer, and neuroscience areas. But the big reason Eli Lilly is up so much as of late is that they just got approved for a blockbuster weight loss drug called ZepBound, which was approved by the FDA, the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Now, I've talked about another so-called weight loss drug called Ozepic in my previous video about why Coca-Cola and Pepsi were selling off. 
Personally, I think this is vastly overblown. People have always known the solution to weight loss for the vast majority of people. It's simply just eating right and exercising, but people want that quick solution. People want the easy way out. If I can take a pill or take a shot, I'll do that versus hard work and mental stamina. Plus, even today, Pfizer announced they're pausing their weight loss drug because they had some extreme adverse side effects. Some of these weight loss drugs, they could cost north of $500 a month, and they might not be covered by insurance. However, for Eli Lilly's ZepBound, there's actually so much demand for ZepBound that they're having trouble meeting production. And this is not their only money-making drug for weight loss. They also have Manjaro, which treats type 2 diabetes, but could soon be approved for weight loss as well. Manjaro has already brought in $3 billion in sales this year. That could be paychecks going into your pocket for every injection somebody takes. Goldman Sachs insiders are saying anti-obesity drugs could be a $100 billion industry by 2030. Guys, this is why the stock market has been climbing so much. 7 in 10 Americans are overweight. After being on the dating apps for the last 10 years, I think that number is actually much higher. Being overweight can cause a lot of health problems, including heart disease and premature death. Even the best of social media filters can't hide that. The way that ZepBound works is that it activates hormone receptors that reduce appetite, resulting in you feeling less hungry, and this can actually cause weight loss. A 72-week clinical trial showed adults lost, on average, 48 pounds with the highest dose of the treatment. Compound that with diet and exercise, uh-oh, you gotta do some work. They also saw some other favorable changes to cholesterol and blood pressure. We can see why this drug could be so profitable. It can change lives. It can extend lives if it truly works. Pharmaceutical companies spend billions of dollars on research and development for products like this. But they know if it ends up working, they can get patent protection and recoup all of it back and make their shareholders very rich. I told you that Eli Lilly pays dividends. When your stock goes up a ridiculous amount in recent years, as Eli Lilly's has done, your dividend yield is not going to be very high, just 75 basis points right now. The company has increased their dividend for 9 straight years. They have paid dividends for decades. I was able to trace this all the way back to the 1970s, but they most likely have been paying dividends even before that. Some sources say they've been paying dividends since the 1800s. The company increased their dividends during the 2008 and 2020 recessions. However, they did seem to pause any dividend increases for the first couple years of the 2010s. According to an article I found during this time, the company was struggling after losing patent protection for one of its top-selling schizophrenia drugs, Zyprexa. That's the nature of big pharma companies. They can be very profitable if you have a product you can sell to the maxes, keep them hooked, and keep them coming back for more. But that patent protection clock is always ticking. You constantly have to keep being innovative. Clearly, Eli Lilly is firing on all cylinders right now, and they have been aggressively raising that dividend in recent years. Their five-year CAGR is 15%, which is absolutely amazing. It's like getting a 15% pay raise at your job every single year. Though the company does have a rather high payout ratio, close to 70 to 80%. Obviously, I want that to be on the lower end, since then they're going to have more money going toward research and development rather than just going back to shareholders. 
Analysts love Eli Lilly, 18 buy ratings and just 2 hold ratings and 1 sell rating. The price target seems to indicate the stock might actually be overvalued right now, but keep in mind most analysts they only care about the next 12 months. If you're going to buy this for the next couple of years, it might very well be undervalued. That PE ratio of 88 isn't looking too hot either, but this could possibly be a company to keep on your radar, see if there's going to be any pullbacks, and potentially that might be a great buying opportunity. My favorite healthcare ETF is VHT. This gives me exposure to so many different sectors of healthcare, whether that's biotechnology, healthcare equipment, facilities, services, or supplies, and so many others. And to nobody's surprise, Eli Lilly is actually the second largest holding of this ETF, making up 8.5% of the fund. So the more I buy VHT, the more exposure I'm getting to Eli Lilly. And in part, I'm going to continue to grow my ownership of Eli Lilly. Again, this is just an alternative in case one didn't want to own the big pharma company directly, but still benefit if it does well. So make sure you guys are hitting that like button on your way out. Join the Patreon, join the Dividend Discord. That's the best way to grow in your investing journey. My Patreons get access to my full $160,000 portfolio in weekly trades. My videos are always found in podcast form under the Collect Cash podcast name. And I'll catch you on the next one.